finale of what feels like the longest season in history and it's brought to you by our new sponsors Joma. <laughs> My name is Jarvie and I'm joined this week by Paddy, Cameron, Simon and Hammy. Together we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. How are we doing? And apologies for the delay and finally getting this last podcast out. Um, like to thank thank our other sponsors, Amodium and the uh, Anusol Corporations, <laughs> for making it possible today. Uh, it's been emotional. <laughs> First of all, boys, quite a, quite a bit has actually happened since we last recorded, and I should say, by the way, we're doing our season long productions on this this podcast and the season ending quiz, which Simon has prepared. Um, but first, we've got a new manager. Frankie McAvoy. <laughs> and a new, what was it, technical director? New technical director. Uh, Hammy, what have you made of all this absolute ridiculous patter? Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit disappointed, if I'm honest with you. It's thing is, right, the, mo- the thing I'm most disappointed with is if, if we went through a thorough recruitment process, interviewed loads of different candidates, and at the end of it, Stephen Naismith is the best candidate that we are fucked, I think. Like, <laughs> like, all I mean, I hope and wish him all the best, but the fact that we can't even call him our manager just, it's all a bit tin pot, man. Um, I hope he does really well. And the, the football that he, we did play in those last seven games was, for by and large, pretty good. But I don't know, it's all a bit amateur to me. Totally agree. The camera is this up there of uh, how Tim Pot things have got in Gorgi Way. I mean, Hammy summed it up, but we must be the only club in the world. Like, I think every single ex player must just be stood in a queue somewhere at Tin Castle waiting for their shot. <laughs> like, right. How come every single time it's just, oh, there was, a, there was, a, it was already here? It's fine. <laughs> if you, Captain Hutch, if you, Captain Hutch, you've got a good chance at being the manager like five years down the line. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Right, Lauren Shanklin will be getting his coaching badges. Hanging <laughs> <laughs> up on uh, twenty thirty. Oh, don't don't be daft, mate. You don't need the coaching badges. <laughs> oh yeah, right enough. Right, just hang a bit. Yeah. Um, right, it's always ex players and Dwight York. <laughs> just desperate for a move into Scottish football for some reason. Um, I don't mind it. I think everyone, it looks like in the end, everyone could have, would have preferred Marty Sepentes or, or, or someone. But as well as, I'm not, I'm not unhappy personally. I'm excited for the season, but it is a bit, just a bit shit, really. Just a bit boring, eh? <laughs> he, he did all right. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, his football's a little boring, but I mean, in terms of he just like, right. so, something yeah. exciting to happen, it's a bit boring. Hmm. Well, that's uh, that's our new technical director. Um, Craig Gordon has gave some insight into his return from injury, saying that he's going to start training on grass when the boys return for pre-season, um, but he's set to miss the first, at least the first few games of the season, as he'll be working towards recovery. 
which means he'll be missing some crucial European games. He'll be missing our qualifiers, potentially both rounds, by the sounds of it. Not you great. Potentially both rounds. <laughs> he'll be missing two, two legs of European football. <laughs> which is a big loss. Big, big loss. Uh, Barry Mackay's in a moon, but... Aye. Proud of him for waiting to the end of the season, though. Aye, fair play to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it did turn out he was playing with an injury. And he was waiting, and he actually had an operation after the season, so... Let you off there, Barry. Yep, yeah, well, how long has he been playing with that injury for, though? What, the last 18 <laughs> months? Superb <laughs> 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 so from you. Um, again, looking at our players for next season, Josh Ginelli has offers from Tel Aviv as well as uh, several clubs down south interested in him. 99% sure he won't be a Hearts player next season now. I think we were all kind of waiting to see if anyone would actually be in, in for him. And now that they are, can't <laughs> It's a bit disappointing. There was the rumours going about that a two-year deal had been signed. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't seem like it's been signed. Maybe it's just been offered. Mm-hmm. It feels, in all honesty, it feels like this has been coming since Christmas. Like, I don't, it never really has felt like he wanted to, to sign that. If, uh, like, if he really wanted to be here, he'd have done it. Um, but obviously, had the offers not come in, I'm sure he would have been back. But you're right, but Offers are there, and um, I'm sure it'd be off. Hmm. Right. It sounded like Joel Savage was spreading the rumours himself about Ginelli at the Big Hearts Day, <laughs> telling everyone that he was signing. And apparently, he's got previous for this as well at where we drinking him, Joel Savage, because apparently in um, where were we in like Estonia? Who did we play again? Riga, Latvia. Riga. When he was in Riga, he was telling people that Callum Patterson was definitely coming back. (laughs) So he's a wee wee shite talker, is Joel Savage. That seems rich coming for us. Exactly. Exactly. So that's when you know it's bad. Um, Something we haven't quite spoke about is the potential that next season we don't have Ginelli or Lauren Shankland. (laughs) <laughs> which I think we've kind of overlooked because you don't score that many goals as a striker and don't get interest um, there'll surely be I feel like an English championship side is like a, an injury to a striker away from just going well he's up the road for a couple of million so uh, you know it's not like we're locked in to having Lauren Shanklin next season I would be surprised if he went yeah I would, I would agree with that yeah, I'm sure he wouldn't be actively looking to move, not saying anything like that. But if a, a club comes in going, fuck, our, our striker's just broke his leg. We need someone that can score goals now. You just go to Scotland and give that guy, give that club a couple of million and get them in. You know, it's, uh, I think, oh, that'll be lingering there. But that's our level, eh? No one's, uh, you know, guaranteed anyone for more than a season. Aye, your best hope is sometimes that they do get bought. Well, that's, that's what, what we sign our player. That's the model, eh? And also, I'm sure Rangers have got two or three uh, targets. But if they fall through, 
you can guarantee Lauren Shankland will be up that list as well. Oh, this is cheery. It would cost them, but Paddy, Rangers. Oh, 25 million. <laughs> Agent Paddy is back. That's uh, so why. There you go. Do you feel now, say, 99% sure Ginelli's away? Could you see us breaking our transfer record this summer? <clears throat> no. <laughs> nah. No, we're going to bring back Bez Leisure, Cameron. <laughs> Get another four games out of my... That amount of money <laughs> is mental now. Like Every other transfer window, that just money gets more and more mental mm-hmm. that we spend we'll, now on him. We'll cross it at some point and it'll be because of inflation. Ah, yeah, it'll purely because of that, mm-hmm. not because we've pushed the boat. Yeah. Because actually, actually, looking back at that, you're taking that as a 2006 transfer. <laughs> yeah. So, in today's money, it's a hell of a lot more. Aye, it's mental. No, they actually paid them. <laughs> well, off, small details. <laughs> <laughs> so I was listening listening to our, our season-long prediction podcast in preparation for this one, and um, we were talking about Shanklin. I totally forgot. We signed him for 250 grand, less than a kilo, which is nuts. With 250 grand in add-ons. I was about to say, can it not go up to half a mil? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Well, that's Shankland. Uh, and he's in the Scotland squad, along with Xander Clark. He'll continue to be the backup to Angus Gunn. But Cameron, chances of Shankland get a max? Um, I would say, I'd imagine, I'd imagine he doesn't. If I'm honest, or if he, well, no, to be fair, he might get minutes. He'll come on as a sub if he does, though. Mm-hmm. Him starting. Yeah, that's not bad. Not a bad. I think, level I think it, yeah, I think certainly on the, the second of the two games, if we're if we're up as you'd like to hope against Georgia at home, get him a run out in the second half. Yeah, I could see that. Fair enough. Take it. Take it. Um, then I, and that's the the players who will or will not be playing for us next season. Um, then it's been confirmed that the boys will return to training on June the twenty seventh. Isn't it long at all? Like go away, hearts. No ready. If you're on international duty as well, like you've got what a week or two's holiday. Yeah, at most. And then right back into it. Mm-hmm. Must be really being a football player. <laughs> <laughs> Aye. Um, and yeah, friendlies to follow shortly um, after. Because we're playing Dunfermline away on, what was it, the beginning of July? 9th of July. 9th of July. I think. Um, and the first our European qualifying games are, oh no, sorry, and the, the season actually starts on August the 5th and 6th, that weekend, and our European round is August 10th and then the 17th. So, so I feel like we're coming back to pre-season very, very early. It could be could be worse. It could be Burnley. They were back last week. Yeah. <laughs> you could be worse. You could be Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> also true. Yeah. Could, could be from Burnley. We start another beef. <laughs> they, they're already in the Premier League. You can't start at that level. Aye. <laughs> I know, I know. Vincent company just chomping at the bit to get back to training and uh, 
Um, so yeah, not uh, much of a break at all. Uh, one transfer rumor for you. Um, I've, I've heard from a very, <laughs> very good Celtic source that Hearts have made inquiries into James Forrest, who's uh, been told he's kind of free to leave Celtic, and he does want to be getting first team football because he's not that old. I don't think Forrest is even thirty yet, is he? He's definitely thirty. Thirty-one. <laughs> Is he fair? About to turn 32 in a couple of weeks. So oh, is he? Well, let's let's not sign him then. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. James Forrest, Cameron, you've uh, you've admired him from afar for many a year. Would you like to I've, see wee James A in Maroon? I've watched a hell of a lot of them watch in Scotland. Um and do you know what? I, he is the kind of player that would do a job, but I'd imagine he's, he's that mold again is the kind of guy that we didn't spend him too much money on and I don't know how fit he's been at Celtic over the last couple of seasons. Um, obviously, he's not had the same kind of game time as he would have before. But um, I don't know. Maybe he'd do a job at the right price. I wouldn't be totally against it. I agreed. For reference, he only he's only made fourteen appearances in the Premiership this season. Mm-hmm. I see him. He's, he's getting a big testimonial. So. Tw- Twenty-three appearances all season. Yeah, I think he was fit. As well, I just don't think he was fitting in Big Angie's system. Uh, according to transfer market, he's been pretty much fit all season. Mm-hmm. Um, he has been on the bench a lot, coming off the bench, and then near the end of the season, just wasn't in the squad at all. Mm-hmm. I mentioned purely the testimonial because that would tell you that he's definitely off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's got his uh, his wee uh, his wee brother already here. The Maroon oh. retirement home. Well, welcome, <laughs> welcome, Jamesy. I'm sure. Imagine that James Forrest and Scotty Arfield. Listen, you can James Forrest wins, he wins trophies wherever he goes. <laughs> Consist- he's a consistent winner, and hopefully, he'll bring that energy to hearts. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens. Um, as for our kids next season, the new conference league ain't happening. Um, what big, big shambles that was uh, which means our Colts team remains in the Lowlands League for next season uh, and it's been agreed that the Hearts Colts will be playing their games at Ainsley Park which is where Spartans play and we'll be playing our Colts games on Friday nights Friday night lights Dune Pilton so it's quite exciting eh? I still think it's a bit I still think the whole thing stinks even us having a team, even us having a team in there stinks. Like genuinely, there's actual Aye. problems down there. We we should have as a, as a as a top division, like at least have a decent reserve league. Each yeah. team could be able to field a reserve team, or at least get. I'm sure at least ten of the teams could. Aye. And, and it's a, a it's decent. a great way to manage player fitness yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Like returning it's, from injury and getting sharp. Aye. Yeah, mm-hmm. sticking players into the loan league seems like a. It's like an easy option for the SFA because they don't then have to run this. I don't even think a reserve league would be that difficult. Like it's existed before. Aye. Yeah. But the reason it isn't in place is because they were looking at this before in half. I think it was something like seven of the teams in the Prem, like their squad is just their first team squad. Like there, there is no depth behind that. And some of them don't even have academies anymore. So that's why they couldn't fill like a, a full. Reserve league, absolute scaffs. <laughs> much, right? It does Stop come it. down to money. 
So you see if you could get at least six of them, right? And they could just play each other over and over across the whole season. They'd be really primed for what happens when they get into the first game. They always play each other over and over and over. <laughs> Very good point. Yeah. So that's all that's all about tin potty as well. Do you know what else is? The new five-year deal for the Scottish Cup. Or should I say the Scottish Gas Cup? Or should I say the Scottish Gas Scottish Cup? <laughs> I don't know any of the details. What were the details? I think they said they were getting lower prices on their energy bills. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what the I don't know what the money is, but it's a five-year deal. Listen, the fucking track record of this SFA regime, just having a sponsor is a pretty good fucking start. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> very true. Um, and, I, and just finally, we've got to watch uh, Fiorentina beat Davy Moyes West Ham in the conference league final. Uh, it was just mental to think, think that we were just a thick Craig Halkett away from being in that final ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, Hammy. Final Jambles kickback of the season. What have you got for us? Talk away and don't talk a lot of shame. Well, I went to a bit of a look back into the Naismith, uh, sorry, yeah, Naismith announcement to see uh, how the, the fine people of Jambles kickback took it. And as always, it goes from one extreme to the other. <clears throat> We start off, someone says, the key here is that if Nielsen was sacked at the end of the season and Naismith appointed, I'd be pissed off about it. But we've had a chance to see what Naismith can do. So as long as he continues with his style and continues to improve, I'm happy with it. Another one says, so in simple terms, Naismith is basically doing what Martindale done before he got his all his pro licences apart from the selling hard drugs for a living beforehand, I think it will all work out. It seems to have done all right for him. There you go. That's a great example, apparently. <clears throat> if you're being objective about this, we've appointed a guy with seven games in senior management behind him with no pro licence. Not only that, we've given the academy director the main job title purely to make sure said inexperienced coach can take the job. Cut it any way you like, but our board were absolutely desperate to make this appointment by hook or by crook. They clearly had no fucking strategy. We'd be ridiculing <laughs> heads if they were pulling this trick. It's pretty laughable. Uh, when, you, when you put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> On the other end, though, Nacy as a coach reminds me of a younger Fergie at St Mirren. That's Sir Alex Ferguson, by the way. <laughs> um, I think he will do well and unfortunately be poached by a bigger club. There you go. Um, Man United. Says, oh. <laughs> well, you'd have to go to Aberdeen then, Man United. <laughs> um, not convinced by this at all. At the end of the day, it's up to them to prove themselves, but it all seems a bit cobbled together. Ah, we'll find out soon enough. The games are coming up quickly. Um, if this doesn't work out, and I hope it does, then there should be a clear out of the board, who, in my opinion, have been very poor at the footballing side for the last three seasons. So let's support the management team and keep our fingers and toes all crossed. Um, 
Adam says happy with that. He was a winner as a player and he demands high standards. Exactly what we should be trying to do. Higher standards more regularly. The fact that your average vermin doesn't like him is also a big tick in the box for me. We've been too soft for that lot for too long. Hopefully we sign plenty big bastards for a bit of steel in midfield like Naismith. And finally, someone says, this is it. He's shown some real promise, both in the way he's handled the squad and in a positive way he had us playing. Will it be enough? Buck knows is the only honest answer. And I agree with that. So uh, mixed. He's either going to be Alex Ferguson or the board are getting sacked. Because <laughs> the board have been terrible for the last three seasons. But <laughs> that, that, that season that we started in the championship. Yeah. <laughs> it's been awful. <laughs> Good stuff. Jumbles kick back. They'll they'll have a nice, quiet, and cheery summary. <laughs> uh, good. Well, Simon, quiz time then. Aye, we're going to do a quiz. Just looking back at the season, there's there's some pretty difficult questions in here. I think I've done really well though. So the way we're going to work it is, I'll run through each question, and after each question, you text me your answers individually, not into the group chat, obviously. Um, no cheating. That would be boring. But you should get all these. There's 25 points available, 10 questions. Are you ready to rumble? Ready. Ready. Right. So question number one. Humphreys scored the goal of the season against Dundee United in a 3-1 win. Who scored the other two for Hearts? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> right, so just text me your answers. Um, so, if you remember back, it was a cold night in February. Mm -hmm. Stephen, Stephen Humphreys boshes a couple of folk out the way on his bad foot and just wallops it to make it 3-1. You can take an educated punt at one of them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Right, Cameron, you've texted me with one name. Is that what you're going with? Um, well, I thought I might have scored two, but I'm aware of that. That's not the case now. Aye. <laughs> Who scored the other two for Hearts? I will give you the clue. It is two folk. Right, come on, Paddy. You're definitely Googling it. Right, quality. I've got answers for all of you. Number two. Hearts sold one of their best players during the summer, Aaron McInef. But <laughs> what team did he sign for? Yes. Oh. Hmm. Oh. Okay. The train is back. Does that even what the fucking God. <laughs> oh. oh right, that that that's a team for that country, that'll be right. <laughs> Quality. Uh, number three. Michael Smith left Hearts this year after a six seasons with the club. But who was the manager who signed him? Oh fucking hell. Oh, so think back six years ago who potentially was the manager who brought him he came in from Peterborough I'm pretty sure he was a target I remember reading an article about him being the number one target of the summer so just waiting on Paddy and Nick everyone else has sent me in an answer right perfect number four also leaving this summer GMS but who has scored more goals for hearts in their career him <laughs> Or Michael Smith? 
And I'll give you a bonus point, so four points up for grabs, if you can also tell me how much each one have scored. So oh. take a guess. Oh. GMS goals in his career for Hearts. Michael Smith goals in his career for Hearts in all competitions. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, are you going to take a guess on how many G right, GMS got? So I've got an answer from Hammy. I've got half an answer from Paddy. Oh, I've def definitely given you a full answer. I mean, one of them's definitely wrong. No, no, no. How many? Sorry, I've, I've. Some of you are a wee bit confused. I think so. How many goals? Who scored more goals, him or Smith? Yeah. So you, and then you can take a guess on how many each of them scored for Hearts, which will give you a bonus point. All oh, right, cool. Now I'm just, I'll just stick with Smith's goals. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Number five, Lawrence Shanklin scored 21 league goals this season. Only four other Scottish players have scored 10 or more in the last 20 years. So since 2020, 2003, only four Scottish players have scored 10 or more league goals in the last 20 years. Can you name them? So four Scottish players, 10 or more league goals. Wow. This one is quite difficult. But if you think about it, I'll give you the years as a wee clue. So mm -hmm. one of them was in 2019. Mm -hmm. One of them was in 2017. One of them was in 2014. And one of them was in 2005. See, can one player be two of the answers for this? I'll give you another clue then as well. There are four separate players. Ooh. I know one of them. Oh. Uh, I'm not I'm pretty certain of one, but was it yeah. Rudy Scatchel? <laughs> uh, there was quite a lot of um, Rudy Scatchel. He, he, I think he done it a couple of times. Good guy. I think I know all four. You know. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Next <laughs> now. I have only got three. Oh, the four hearts. He's a all takes me for other teams. Oh, four Scottish <laughs> players for hearts. <laughs> yeah, all the other four <laughs> Scottish players have scored 10 or ah. I just thought the four like, Scottish strikers that I've played in the league, and I was like, Lee no, Griffiths. No, no. <laughs> yeah, he's all takes me. I got one, and I thought, that's a good joke. And then I got another two, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I have not understood this. I thought, you meant, I thought you meant one season. I went, aye. No, 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 sorry. So it's only four other Scottish players have scored 10 or more goals for hearts in the last 20 years. Right, okay. Oh. Oh. Right, I'll delete right. that one. I just delete that message. Delete. Sweet. Okay, so... At least one, a defender. Um, No, but I was actually looking. Craig Halkett got seven goals that season. Oh, oh I literally, oh. literally just typed Craig Halkett. What a player. <laughs> Was I was wondering other. as well about like Webster, Presley, if any of them hit like 10. No, oh, so I'll, I'll tell you, that. I'll tell right. you the dates again 2019, so the season finished 2019, 2017, 2014, and 2005. 2017. Can we, can we oh. just have four guesses? Yeah, just, just like get some guesses in. Let's go. 
So, oh, I, I actually maybe lied to you, but one of them was sort of a defender. That's that's a big clue. Uh, right. <laughs> I'm just going to Google facts about sharks. <laughs> so we have mm-hmm. some content. Mm-hmm. In between you <clears throat> answering, oh, that is some fantastic guesses from. Oh wow, I'm not going to say some excellent guesses here. Right, Cameron, Hammy, facts about India. Okay, that was just what came up when I wrote facts about five interesting facts about India. Cows are sacred in India. <laughs> Hinduism is the oldest religion in the world. The Taj Mahal is not a palace. India was the first country to mine diamonds. Pretty cool. Well, this podcast has took a turn now. <laughs> <laughs> Before I've we just sent you three names, I think I can afford. Cool. Right, come on, Cameron. Mine's is technically only three as well. Right, I'll just. That's quite hard, and I told you it's going to be quite hard. This question's even harder, though, right? Number six. Who had more clean sheets in the league this season? Craig Gordon or Cheesy? (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) That's Cheesy, yeah. It is. Definitely is. (laughs) Cool. Number seven. We played Hibs five times this season, scoring a total of eight goals. Can you name the five different goal scorers for Hearts? Anyone confused about that question? No. Nope. I'm wondering the five players who have scored against Hart, uh, Hibs this season in all competitions. No, that was last season. <laughs> Definitely not three. I, I'm on three as well. I don't think I've got any more than that. Well, send your three. Oh, I do, actually. Facts about bridges. <laughs> oh. oh, who's that last one? Who is it? Paddy, I like the way you number your texts as well. That's really helpful. <laughs> oh, I've got it. I've got them all. Bridges can be friendly to the environment. (laughs) Of course. Some bridges go absolutely nowhere. (laughs) Right, have I got answers from everyone just waiting on Hammy? Done. Quality. Cool. Number eight. Hearts have not won a Player of the Month award since September 2018. (laughs) Who won it? <laughs> oh, for the love of Christ! <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I'm so proud of myself. Oh, maybe. when did you say it was? What month? September 2018. Well, Bridges provide border security. Oh, traditional bridge designs can be as stable than modern ones. Perfect. Answers are in. Question number nine. Who had the most appearances for Hearts 
and who had the least appearances for Hearts this season. Now, I've only counted to the people who made all appearances. So made an appearance. So if they made zero per appearances, they're not on the list. So who made the most appearances for Hearts this season and who made the least? Well. It's difficult. That, that means stars. Just appearances. Is it? Gonna be Michael Smith, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no chance. Does that include Europe, Simon? Yep. Then I think I might know the least. Impressive. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Cameron. (laughs) The highest bridge on Earth was completed in 2016. (laughs) <laughs> 1,854 feet above the river. China, obviously. The river China. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. So that is answers in. So this is the last question. We scored six goals in the Europa, uh, the Conference League group stage. Can you name the goal scorers? Six goals. One, two, three, four, five goal scorers. Oh, spread it about a bit. Oh, yep. So this is the last question, and then I shall tally up the points and we'll do something else and I'll give you the results. But this was hard. I tried to make this a bit challenging. Bridges can be made from glass. One of four bridges in the USA is structurally deficient or functionally obsolete. (laughs) Real shocking statistics. (laughs) <laughs> Robert Snodgrass is one of these ones, eh? Who? Snodgrass. Cool. We registered him the day after, mind. There we go. Perfect. Oh, there's a common wrong answer. That's interesting. Is it Glenn? It's not Glenn. <laughs> well, that one was in there. <laughs> Shout out, Glenn. Right, let me try and make something of this and I'll come back with scores. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you, you, Simon. Right, season-long predictions then. What a laugh. This this was, (laughs) looking back at and listening to. Um, This was a time, at the time of recording, um, our podcast was up on the fourth official channels. Sorry about that one once more. Greedy boys trying to get that Rangers money for a wee bit. Um, Paddy mentioned Mario Balotelli approximately 14 times on this podcast. Um, Jolly, if you remember him, just won a Rich for Life scratch card and began his voyage across the sea on an around the world cruise. That ship must have sank. <laughs> Haven't heard from him for a very long time. Um, Cameron was uh, absolutely gutted that Mac and F had just left, and our most serious conversation was around Ellis Sims and if we could get him to rejoin Hearts either on loan or a permanent deal. Um, and a big serious conversation about wages, like that he would deserve ten grand a week at Hearts. 
but nothing's changed. <laughs> um, on a more serious note, Hammy, Hammy said, like, with a, a smile about Shanklin scoring 30 goals for us, and we all properly belly laughed, like, ha yeah, imagine. <laughs> imagine that. Um, oh. And you'll, you'll quickly realise from our picks that we thought Josh Janelli was shite. <laughs> like we if you listen back to it we pretty much held Ginelli in the same regard as GMS and felt that Alan Forrest was head and shoulders above both of them oh, like, did we not think Gino was away pretty much I Robbie like, Nielsen was like telling him to go at one point so yeah and you'd, you'd just been to a pre-season game uh, Hammy Stoke was it ah, I think so I uh, you'd Why? just been at that a couple of days before. Why did <laughs> you do that? <laughs> True fan, man. <laughs> <laughs> you'd you'd liked what you'd seen from Shanklin. You were like, oh, he seems like a natural finisher, this boy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Predictions. First one. Where will we finish in the league? Paddy, can you remember where you said? Probably relegated. No, you said first. <laughs> 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 um, everyone else said third so zero points for everyone fucking Nielsen bugger the next question was the total number of league points that we would get through the whole season um, in the previous season we'd finished third on 61 points so that was kind of our benchmark we spoke about so considering that Paddy said well the record is 106 points. Yeah, I knew something like that. Aye. So you went for 107 points. <laughs> <laughs> With the benchmark at 61, Hammy, you were very confident. You went for 73. Fuck. Simon, you went for 70. Uh, I went for 61, the same as the year before. Cameron, you went one less at 60. Uh, and we... I don't even have the total in front of me. What was it? 54? 54 total. Right. So Cameron, you get a point here for being the, the most negative as usual. He <laughs> was quite unlike me as well, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought we'd get over double what we actually did. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. 54 times 2 is 108, mate. You know yeah, sorry, so just under double. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, Aberdeen had finished on 57, so aye, shitey season. Eh? So 1-0 Cameron through the first two rounds. Uh, moving on to where we had to pull on social media. Uh, the first one, player of the season, Paddy, Mario, Balotelli. <laughs> <laughs> um, Void, sadly, never joined us. Um, Hammy, your prediction was Barry Mackay. He was shite. Uh, Simon Craig Gordon safe bet uh, I went for Stephen Kingsley uh, as, did, as did Cameron Stephen Kingsley what? what? we did and Simon you obviously <laughs> won the, the poll game for Craig Gordon uh, so he only played well. half the season <laughs> those three. the best at those three That's exactly mental. exactly he didn't um, even have any. He had less clean sheets than cheesy. We've already worked that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, incredible. Um, the drop-off, I was listening to another podcast earlier, and they were talking about the like the, the worst player 
in comparison to the year before for the, for the whole league and Stephen Kingsley won that award oh. and it is true his drop off is unbelievable to think he was in that Scotland squad against Ukraine at the start of the season Aye, there was rumours that there was maybe some personal issues so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll maybe factor that in and just think that hopefully everyone gets it better and he can come back and be the player he was Aye that's it maybe it'll be like a new a new man again next season who knows if he gets whatever the issues are sorted out yeah um so yeah Simon on that one one all Cameron and Simon the best newcomer pull um Paddy you went for Kai Rolls early on there uh Simon as the Jew Kai Rolls uh Hammy Lauren Shankland well I wonder who got this one <laughs> uh, Cameron, Alan Forrest. Oh, jeez. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I, I went for Lauren Shankland as well. Um, so myself with one point, Hammy one point, Cameron one point, Simon one point, Paddy, nay points. <laughs> uh, most improved player. This was actually a bit of a closer one. So we had Paddy with Ross Stewart. <laughs> Well, to be fair, I <laughs> yeah, more, more yeah. clean sheets than Craig Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> he did improve, that's it. Uh, Hammy, Toby Sibbick, uh, Cameron, Toby Sibbick, Simon, Nathaniel Atkinson, and I went for Alex Cochran. Um, Ooh. so it's pretty, pretty close across them, especially Nathaniel Atkinson towards the end of the season. But according to the polls, the polls have said that Toby Sibbick. Yeah, really, I'd have said Cochran, but uh. aye, so would I. I'd have definitely said cheesy. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that puts um, me and Simon on one point, Hammy on two points, Cameron on two points. So, going into the final one, which is the best young player of the season, that was 23 years old and under at the time of recording. Um, Paddy, you went for Lewis. Nielsen, which uh, oh, that was a fair show at the time. Like um, Simon went for Alex Cochran, uh, Hammy went for Benny Beningame, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Cameron, you went for Lewis Nielsen as well, um, and I went for Finley Pollock. So <laughs> there's literally, literally only Alex Cochran there. <laughs> so, goodness. Point there, um, which puts Simon also on two points along with Hammy and Cameron. So there's a three-way tie at two points each to win the season-long predictions. So I've got London Hearts open here, and it's a three-way tie. I need you to take a, a guess each, and the closest wins it, okay? Not, not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a number. So I've got Barney Battles Jr. in front of me here. And without telling you how many games he played or anything, I just want your gut feeling. I want you to tell me how many goals, according to London Hearts, did Barney Battles Jr. score over his whole Hearts tenure? All right, go. Someone go first. I'll go 179. I was thinking 173, so I'm just... Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, no bother. Uh, 
Do you so, see beeps? Cameron, you're the, the furthest out. <laughs> In second place, we have Simon. Oh, Hammy, you cheating bastard. <laughs> no, no massive threat. Hammy going for 173 and Barney Battles, according to London Hearts, scored 152 goals. Oof. Is that it? So there you have it. Uh, a huge congratulations to Hammy. Right, join us in a bit of months time for more <laughs> horrendous production. Um, just finally, a couple of season-long wagers to wrap up then. Simon and I had a 15 goals for Lauren Shankland over under at £5 a goal. Um, and since Lauren Shankland was absolutely smashing it, we enhanced odds. And I think it was at like 23 goals or something we made it. Um, I don't remember what it was, but you definitely won. Aye, and it was basically if if he if he didn't get it, I'd end up owing Simon twenty pounds. But if he got it, my money went up to forty pounds. So Simon has to send forty pounds over over this way. I've actually won a bet for the first time this season. <laughs> what are you going to do with your wins? Get my hair cut. Send <laughs> it on the new kit when it eventually comes out. Aye, that nice new orange third kit. Buzzer. <laughs> Um, and Paddy and Hammy, you had a wager that we completely forgot existed for the whole season. Um, and it's kind of come up due to one of Simon's questions as well. Um, Hammy, you proposed it to the boys and he said Robbie Nielsen had won manager of the month. Um, sorry, his record for manager of the month was just once over his previous spell in 2006 and just once in that season where we finished third, which is shocking when you think of it. Um, so you said to the boys, £10 bet, will he get more than one manager of the month? Paddy then replied with, let's make it 20. And you agreed to it, Hammy. And he obviously got none. So <laughs> you need to get £20 over to Paddy's bank account. Which a great surprise. I'd just like to say to the listeners that this is actually the first bet I've ever won on anything to do with football. So... <laughs> And knowing, knowing Paddy as we do, he will 100% send this, spend this on sausages. <laughs> <laughs> Big massive Tuesday dinner. <laughs> um, and I, there you go. That's all the wagers and all the predictions. So, Simon, how are you getting on tallying up the quiz marks? Okay, so we have a winner. There is definitely a winner and definitely a loser. And so I'll do this a bit of a different way. In third place, Paddy McDonald with 12. In second place, Hammy with 13. Just one more. So I'll wow. go through the answers after, but we want to find out the winner. In fact, do, should we wait to the end to find out the winner? Aye. Aye. <laughs> so we're going to find out who's last and who's first. So num question number one was, Humphreys scored the goal of the season against Dundee United in a 3-1 win. Who scored the other two for Hearts? The answer was... A lot of people said Janelli and Shanklin, which is like fair, fair guesses. It was Cochrane and Shanklin. Whoa. Yeah. New Cochrane is good. Hart sold one of their best players during the summer, Aaron McInef. What team did he sign for? We had some pretty good answers. What was yours again, Cameron? Big fan you are. West Coast Mariners. Perth Glory. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> cool. dead, dead to me. <laughs> Michael, Michael Smith left Hearts this year after six seasons in charge with the club a lot of people said Levine 
It was Cathro. He was there for a month with them. Played the League Cup group stages, then got fired. (laughs) Also leaving this summer, GMS, who scored more goals for Hearts, him or Michael Smith? It was Michael Smith. He got nine, GMS got eight. So there was some pretty close guesses. Pretty close. Cameron, you said seven and six. So close. So, Michael Smith didn't get 40 goals then, is what you're telling me. <laughs> yes, you said Michael Smith scored 40. Was that a genuine guess? Lauren Shanklin scored 21 league goals this season. Only four other Scottish players have scored 10 or more goals for Hearts in the last 20 years. Can you name them? In 2005, Paul oh, Hartley. Wow. In 2014, Callum Patterson in 2017 Jamie Walker and in 2019 Stephen Naismith oh Naismith who had more clean sheets this season in the league now I gave you all a point for this because they both had one each (laughs) (laughs) that's terrible eh shocking Clark had four I think Hmm. four or five I can't really remember uh, we played Hibs five times this season, scoring eight goals. Can you name the five different goal scorers? Shanklin got four in those five games. Oda, a lot of you didn't get that. Gino, Sibic, and Stephen Humphreys. Oh, I didn't get Sibic. Oh, fucking hell, I didn't get that one. A couple of people didn't even fully answer like uh, all the answers. So, Who had the <laughs> most and least appearances for Hearts this season? This was a really difficult one, unless you'd obviously been keeping track of it throughout the season. A lot of people said... Michael Smith the most. Some people said... Everyone said Lauren Shanklin, apart from Cameron, really. It was Barry Mackay, 47 appearances. Was it? Bloody hell. Aye. And only one person got this right. I thought you would all get this right. I thought you would be paying attention to this. It's kind of why I added it. Right. Only one appearance this season, Finlay Pollock. Oh. <laughs> I got that, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we need to wrap up who's won and lost. Though, <laughs> we scored six goals in this year's Conference League group stage. Can you name the goal scorers? There were some difficult ones in here. Lauren Shanklin got two. Humphreys got one. And then I want to say no one really got any of the other ones. George Grant will get one. George Grant did not get one. It was oh, Andy Halliday. Oh, I Halliday. James Forrest, and do you remember who scored? James uh, Forrest. James, uh, James Forrest. Forrest. <laughs> Alan Forrest. And James Atkinson. I'm joking. Nathaniel Atkinson. <laughs> yeah, oh, Nathaniel man. Atkinson got the last one. So, if the penny has not dropped in last <laughs> place with 11 points, Cameron. <laughs> the winner with a solid 16, Nick Jarvey. Well How many points is that out of a possible? 25. It's no bad, eh? That's like the best Aye. I've ever done in a test. <laughs> <laughs> Doing those minutes has paid off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Enjoyed that, Simon. Enjoyed it. Um, well, there you have it. The season is over. Finally. <laughs> Finally, I have a week break from March. Um, the season wasn't that bad, really, was it? I mean, it was the first time since 2007 we've got consecutive fourth place or higher finishes. 
I think Robbie Sutton was... is actually sacked too soon, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> it was just that one like bad spell after Christmas, and then that just completely ruined our whole season. Yeah, no. and Robbie Nielsen. <laughs> yeah, it coincided <laughs> with Robbie Nielsen. <laughs> but don't you think, looking back at the season as a whole, I've got to say, I feel that Joel Savage has a lot more to answer for than I think yeah. we kind of realised at the time before the pressure on Nielsen. I'd, uh, I'd, I'd said that for a while. I think I think there's never he gets he doesn't get a lot of criticism. Mm-hmm. Uh, and do you know what? Do you know what? I, I think it'd be pointless to criticise him now because I want to see him have a really good summer. Yeah. Uh, me too, but his head's on the chopping block if we don't. Aye, come on. <laughs> this is a this is proof in the pudding where like a job like that, you'll only know if he's done a good job towards the end of the season. Hmm. All he has to do is sign a defender. This is is this not only like his second season in Scotland? Uh, no, he came in during the championship season, didn't he? Right, so this is his going into his fourth. Mm-hmm. So he's still learning, man. He's still a very young man. It's not his first we're even younger. I know it's the first <laughs> time he's done it at a club as big as Hearts. Hmm. I do think he's a lot of his signings have done well as well. You know, I think we look back at the January and you're like, oh fuck, they were shit. But then Oda actually turned out to be a good player. And Aye. Hill had a good end to the season as well. He had he did turn about shite like. Um and who was the other player we signed? Cool. Cool scored the Ibrox. Cool scored the Ibrox. <laughs> <laughs> Albeit the problem was we didn't sign any players in the positions we actually needed. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it is it is a huge summer. Um and we'll be back, I want to say towards the end of July as a podcast. Thereabouts, anyway. Um to go to go over it all and make some very bold and terrible decisions. <laughs> um, but aye, any any final words? Just like to say that it's been uh, been emotional. <laughs> Last time I'll ever hear from Jolly. It's bubbling up from the sea there. Um, <laughs> that was Gary Locke in the hot tub that time. <laughs> um, bye. Have a, a smashing summer jambos and all that. Um, and now, keep washing your hands for the hearts. Why not? Keeps the barbecue sanitised. We'll see you again soon.